Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football, and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. It's going down. I'm yelling timber. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't know the rest of it, but nobody wants to hear me sing. But what they do want to hear about is Arsenal's brand spanking new signing. Urian Timber is a gooner, finally. I told you guys on the show earlier today that we'd be back with some transfer news a little bit later on in the day. And here we are. Arsenal officially confirm the signing of the Dutch defender from Ajax Amsterdam. And we're going to be taking you through all the announcement material and reacting to the big news right here on another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back along to the show. Hope you're all good. Hope you're all well. Uh, good to see so many of you in the live chat. As always, Arsenal finally announcing this one. World's worst kept secret, wasn't it? That Urian Timber was on his way to Arsenal. Um, sort of just looking at all the material that's coming out now, reading the comments about him, reading sort of the comments he's made, listening to that really, really short video that Arsenal put out on social media where he talks about how something special is happening here and he can't wait to be a part of it. Let's get to work. Now, that really, really got me going. It got me fired up, you know, because people are joining Arsenal now because they genuinely feel like Arsenal are a football club taking strides forward and they genuinely feel like Arsenal or a football club moving in the right direction. And that is a real sort of testament to the job that Arteta, Edu, everybody involved has done. And um, and yeah, it just makes you feel good about your club, doesn't it? Uh, which is um, which is always nice. Uh, we're going to go through some of your questions. We're going to take some of uh, your thoughts from the live chat throughout this video slash podcast. If you are watching us on YouTube, please do leave us a like and subscribe. If you're listening on audio, then please do the same, but also leave us a review because the reviews on Apple Podcasts in particular are very, very helpful. Uh, so if you haven't left us one of those, what are you waiting for? Uh, get involved. But look, let's um, let's go through uh, the club's website. Let's pick out the best bits uh, with regards to the Urian Timber announcement. Uh, I'll roll sort of some of the videos. We'll talk over them, though, because obviously YouTube rules mean that uh, I can't play them uh, in all their glory on this edition of the podcast without them being uh, struck off for copyright reasons. Uh, but what we'll do is we'll we'll share uh, at least the video element of it, because I think uh, these videos, are, they're, they're brilliant, aren't they? They really, really are. And you know, we knew that Urian Timber had done his uh, sort of Arsenal media duties already. Um, it isn't the most elaborate of announcements, and you would 
imagine that the Declan Rice one's probably going to be that little bit more elaborate and that little bit more maybe dramatic. Is that the right word? I don't, I don't know. You'd hope so anyway, given how long it's bloody taken. And there are rumblings about what exactly is going on with Declan Rice today, which we'll come on to uh, address in a little bit. We'll also talk about the offer uh, that's on the table, supposedly, for Rob Holding. Should we take it or should we be holding out for more? We'll do all of that. But just watching, um, you know, this video, Yuri and Timber wrapped in an Arsenal flag, talking about how something special is happening here and that he wants to be a part of it is um, is a brilliant way. Look at that warm embrace as well between him and uh, Mikel Arteta. And signing of the camera lens. You've ruined the lens, unless that's a pen that wipes off. I hope it is. But anyway, uh, right, let's go over to the live chat, actually, before uh, we go any further. Let's see what you guys are saying, because I can tell there's a lot of excitement among you uh, with this having finally been announced. Uh, Darth Mole says, uh, it's going down. I'm yelling timber. Uh, Samson uh, says, good morning, Harry. Uh, I, I'm assuming you're joining us from Canada and has sent a, a very kind donation to the channel. Thank you so, so much. Uh, Vogue says, uh, welcome, Timber. Marco says, I'm yelling Timber. Lots of Timber comments, uh, as you'd imagine. Uh, Harry says, great name, by the way, about time we surprise Harry with 100 likes before he comes on. I tell you what, that would have been amazing. Well, let's have a look. I don't think we're quite at 100. No, in fact, we're bloody nowhere near it. Well, we're about halfway to 100. So if you haven't liked the video yet, what are you doing? Uh, James G says, uh, good day, Harry. Great way to start the weekend. The USA Guna is buzzing. Jason says he's chopping wood this morning. Uh, Amira says if Harry doesn't start the show singing Timber, I might have to unsubscribe. Thankfully, you won't have to unsubscribe. <laughs> I didn't do it very well, but it was right at the top of the show. If you're joining us late on the live stream, you can go back and check it out. Uh, Irfan Chowdhury says, when Harry gives you a time, the rule is to show up 10 minutes later. Call Kids Rule 302, Chapter 22, Paragraph 5. There you go. You said it yourself. Um, Marco says, in the words of Ice Cube, today is a good day. Um, lots of, the, 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 it's going down, it's going timber. Um, comment is everywhere. Uh, love it. Um, what else have we got? Amira says, guess I'm staying subscribed. And yes, you are. Uh, big hello to all our listeners from all over the globe, uh, because I can see lots of you joining us from various parts of the world. Uh, great to see uh, you all in the live chat. But look, let's um, let's focus then on this announcement. Let's focus on uh, the content that the club have dropped. Uh, welcome to the Arsenal uh, was the first uh, post that they dropped. Well, it was an image of welcome to the Arsenal with Yuri and Timber uh, in a selfie uh, sort of um which was a, a, attached to that. Uh, that was 40 minutes ago. And then three minutes later, the Arsenal family continues to grow and the club put out the video that followed. Then there was uh, the link to the article, which is here. Welcome to the Arsenal Union Timber. I love that image of the player signing uh, on the dotted line. Uh, let's read through then uh, the Arsenal's publication on this. Uh, let me just bring that up on the screen for those of you that are watching us. Don't worry if you're listening. I'll talk you through it as we go. Uh, so Netherlands international Urien Timber has joined us from Ajax on a long-term contract. The 22-year-old defender was a key member of the Ajax team where he made 121 senior appearances in all competitions, winning two league titles and a Dutch Cup 
during his time with the Amsterdam side. Urian joined Ajax's academy in 2014 with his twin brother, Quinton, who currently plays for Eredivisie side Feyenoord. The versatile player signed his first professional contract for Ajax in 2018 and went on to make his senior debut in a 3-1 win over SC Heerenveen in March 2020. Urian was a member of the Netherlands squad for both UEFA Euro 2020 and the 2022 FIFA World Cup, making his senior debut for the national team in June 2021 when he started in a 2-2 friendly against Scotland. Sporting director Edu said, we are very happy to bring Urian to Arsenal. He's a player that we have admired for a long time, so it's a credit to everyone in our team that made this happen. He's a young, talented international player who fits our vision of competing with a young and strong squad. I know Urian cannot wait to get started and we're really hoping that he will be a great success here for many years. Mikel Arteta had this to say, we're really excited that Urian has joined us. He's a versatile young defender who will fit into our system and provide our squad with so much added quality. Urian is a young player, but has already achieved so much. He has experienced what it's like to go to a major international tournament on more than one occasion, as well as the trophies he's won with Ajax. We look forward to welcoming and integrating Urian into the squad. He will wear the number 12 shirt that William Saliba used to wear. William Saliba, of course, has taken on the number two shirt uh, going into this season. So it will be very much JT12. Those will be uh, the initials along with the number that you'll be seeing used as an abbreviation for Yuri and Timber, I'm sure, uh, at least coming into the new season. I mean, look, I think we've talked a lot, haven't we, about the type of player that Arsenal look at, generally speaking. And we talk a lot about the fact that they do want experience, but they also want experience in players that are still of a certain age and therefore are very investable in. And, you know, somebody like Kai Havertz is another example of this, right? 24 years old, been around the block a few times, won the Champions League, won other bits and pieces as well, uh, played at international tournaments and all of the rest of it, uh, which is great. But he's still young enough for you to be able to invest a reasonable amount of money in and not feel like you're basically having your pants pulled down. And I think this is the same thing here with Urian Timber, because although he's just, you know, 22 years of age, although he's won Dutch titles, played at World Cups, Euros, all the rest of it, you know, he is still a young player whom you wouldn't mind investing in for the long term. And I think, yeah, um, I'm really, really, uh, I'm really, really pleased uh, with his acquisition. We've talked a lot about him uh, in recent weeks because we've known that this deal has been on the cards. We've talked a lot about what he will bring to the team, the versatility, all the rest of it. Can he play right back? He can play centre back. He can potentially, you know, we think he's got the tools to step into midfield if we need him to do that as well. Still need to see that stuff in action, of course, because predominantly he has played as a centre back. But having those possibilities is is massive. It's huge. And um, and I've said this before uh, along the journey to signing Urian Timber, but I did really think that going into this summer, given United's interest um, in him in the past, that he was going to end up there. So for Arsenal to have been able to move in, do this deal, despite his relationship with Eric Ten Hag, is again Arsenal proving that they have got something at the moment that trumps a lot of other clubs in terms of players being interested. They've got 
a project now that I think the rest of Europe looks at and envies and the rest of Europe looks at and thinks is a serious one. If if people didn't view it that way, then I don't think we'd have been able to get the players in that we're bringing in at this moment in time. So that's two out of the three signings that we know about now confirmed by the club. Now, I don't want to get people's hopes up. We know that Declan Rice is back in England to finalise his move with Arsenal. We know that Arsenal have informed West Ham United that this is going to be done officially within the next 24 or so hours. That was the report that we were getting bright and early this morning. I just wonder with the timing of this announcement, if we're going to get another one before the day is out. Maybe it will go past sort of working hours and we'll get late into the evening, possibly. But I, I, I think it's unusual, actually, for Arsenal to make an announcement at 3 p.m. I'd have expected it at maybe four, maybe five, just that little bit later on in the day. Is there a reason why it's come that little bit earlier? Because if you think about when we tend to make announcements, it doesn't really fall in line with the timings that we normally get. Because what Arsenal will do is they will look at these things and they will try and cater for the global audience. And Arsenal have a huge fan base in the United States, right? You'd think that they do it at about, what, five o'clock, because that would cover most of the audience in the United States as well. I just wonder, I wonder, maybe it won't be today. Maybe it'll come tomorrow. Who knows? As long as it comes in the next 24 hours so that people don't lose their minds, uh, then we're okay. But it, it does feel like that one is moving towards a conclusion finally as well, uh, which is obviously uh, really, really positive uh, for the, um, for the football club. And, and as we keep saying, you know, people have been losing their minds, I think, uh, with all of this <laughs> recently. And um, you just want to get these things wrapped up, don't you? Now, you can go onto the Arsenal website and you can watch uh, the first part of the Yuri and Timber interview. He talks about the fact that he's grown up uh, wanting to play for the Arsenal. I feel like loads of players say that. And I do feel like, you know, sometimes you... Um, you know, you can get sucked into these things. But I genuinely do think at the time that Yuri and Timber was growing up, people would have looked at Arsenal from abroad and thought, wow, you know, this is this is amazing. Um, you know, and uh, and and this is the kind of club that I'd want to join. Um, what I will say as well, what I think is really worth pointing out, let me just bring this up on the screen as well, because I think this is worth highlighting too. You know, we talk a lot about players leaving football clubs and we talk a lot about the sort of sour taste that that can sometimes leave uh, you know I think one of the most recent examples is is Mason Mount's departure from Chelsea to join Manchester United if you think about how that was received or taken by so many Chelsea fans who just turned into you know like just turned really horrible all of a sudden against someone that they claim to love that was one of their own, supposedly. It's actually nice sometimes to see a player leave on good terms. I've even seen West Ham fans turning on Declan Rice, and I think that's unfair as well. Um, you know, and, and I've seen West Ham fans getting really sort of wound up and agitated by this transfer process. But you go over to, to Ajax's Twitter account, and again, I'll play it, but on mute, uh, you'll see that Ajax have put out a really, really classy farewell video. It, 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 I don't think I've, or I, I can't remember seeing one this good. Um, to talk you kind of through it, Yuri and Timber is in the Ajax changing room. He's packing his stuff away. 
Uh, he's just having a, a look through some old photographs of sort of real key moments and, and a couple of the youth players, um, some boys and girls just catch him uh, in the dressing room. He tells them to come in. They ask him what it is that he's doing. He says he's packing his stuff and he talks about what a privilege it's been to play for Ajax Football Club, the journey that he's been on. And listen, Ajax are a football club that is synonymous with bringing through talent and, um, and and taking them up to the top level. And then, unfortunately, because of their financial model and because the Eredivisie is just not as competitive as some of the other leagues, often they're forced to say goodbye to these players. But I just think it's brilliant that, you know, they've they've paid this tribute to Urien Timber because he is a real success story of the kind of Ajax Academy, isn't he? And um, he's the latest one uh, in a long production line of players that have come out of that football club and gone on to bigger things. Um, so, yeah, that that was brilliant as well. Um, keep your comments coming. If you've got any questions, let me know as well. Uh, if you're just joining us on the live stream, Urian Timber has been confirmed as an Arsenal player. And uh, you can go over to the Arsenal website for all sorts of brilliant content. Uh, with regards, uh, of course, to this news, uh, Urian Timber is a gooner. Uh, what did I want to do? There were some pictures that I wanted to run you guys through if I can uh, get to them. Oh, actually, I can bring you some quotes as well uh, from uh, the interview that Urian Timber gave uh, if you don't want to watch it. Because uh, actually, I don't even know if everybody's got access to it. I think it depends on if you've got an account on Arsenal.com. But anyway, we'll bring you some of the quotes. Uh, for from this and then we'll take you through the 12 things you didn't know about Yuri and Timber because I love those features that Arsenal seem to be putting out lately when they bring uh, someone in um, as a youngster at Ajax Yuri and Timber was asked what his ambitions were for the next five years and he replied that he wanted to be in the Ajax first team and then leave for England or Spain when pressed on what club he would like to join he simply stated and this is a while ago I've always been a fan of Arsenal so in this case you know, I talk about sometimes being careful and being wary of players that say, I always dreamed of playing for your football club. Remember when Robin Van Persie um, said uh, said that um, <laughs> that he, the little boy inside him, always wanted to play for Man United? What a load of nonsense that was. Do you remember that? So this is um, this is nice to read. Um, Today, Urien realised that dream by becoming Arsenal's second signing of the summer after starring for Ajax and the Dutch national team last season, explaining his love of the club, Arsenal, that is, Urian said, it was because of my brothers. They were always Arsenal fans, and I just loved seeing Arsenal play. They had big players, the way they played, the style. I just love the club. I had this from a young age, but my brothers kind of put that in me. I liked watching Robin Van Persie, of course, uh, and Thierry Henry. They were my favourite players. The 22-year-old defender who made more than 120 appearances for the Ajax first team over the past three years arrives with a burgeoning reputation and is delighted to be making his first move out of Dutch football. He says there are a couple of players who have come here from Ajax, but there have not been a lot. So I think it's special to be here as an Ajax player and it's special that they notice you and they see me as the player I am. He says, I'm really excited, especially now I'm here Everybody is so nice and you can see it's a big club. I'm excited to play for this beautiful club and I can't wait to start and to see the fans, obviously, in the stadium. Comfortable playing either centrally or the right side of defence, Urien said he doesn't have a preference where he operates and thinks that his style will be perfectly suited to Arsenal and the Premier League. I think that I'm lucky 
to say that I can play as a central defender, as a right fullback, sometimes even in the midfield. So I think that's a good thing and I need to keep that. It's just like the way Arsenal play. It's a bit similar to Ajax's style and I like to play from the back. I can see a lot of similarities, especially in the way Arsenal and Ajax want to play. So like when we've talked about some of the other players that have come in and, and I've said to you guys that, you know, you've got to be, it's great that versatility is something that, that we're looking at and it's something that we're we're really big on. But I am a little bit wary because sometimes you can end up being a jack of all trades and a master of none. And I think we've seen that with the likes of, for example, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, right? I think we've all seen that. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. Um, lots of you pointing out that Ajax released a video where he said he wants to be at Arsenal. Um, that's the the video or one of the videos that I'm reading quotes from. So, yeah, got it. Um, but just going back to that point about being a jack of all trades and a master of none, I'm not saying that Yuri and Timber is going to be that, but I always, I always find it interesting when players themselves talk about that and highlight that. And Yuri and Timber's done that here, which to me tells me that he's really confident in his ability to fill multiple roles. I listened to what Kai Havertz had to say as well, uh, following on from the game yesterday, a little bit earlier this afternoon. And he seems to be really confident too in the fact that he can play in different roles. And although I'm still sceptical actually about Kai Havertz and not his quality and not the player, but in terms of where his best position is, and, and I'm not sure that it is in that midfield, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. It's just interesting that these players really back themselves to do that, which suggests that that's been a big part of the conversation they've had with Mikel Arteta. And therefore, they've wanted to follow that on and communicate that to the fans as well. So when I've been saying all summer that versatility is right at the top of the list, it bloody well is. And it seems like those conversations um, that Mikel Arteta is having with prospective players, when it gets to the part about the player's role, are very much being steered in the direction of, you don't have a set role. I need you here as part of the squad and I'm going to use you in whatever way I see fit. So are you prepared to be adaptable in your position? That is clearly, clearly one of the key points of conversation. Right, let's go on to the 12 things you may not know about Urian Timber. Double Dutch, Urian has four brothers, including a twin, Quinton, who plays for Feyenoord. Quinton won his first Eredivisie title last season, a trophy Urian had lifted in the two previous seasons as the Timbers kept the Dutch championship in the family. There is another footballer in the Timber family too, Older brother Dylan, he recently signed with VVV Venlo in the Dutch second tier and has been capped once by Curacao. So that is where uh, the Timber family originate from, although they obviously settled in the Netherlands. Um, it's interesting because it's a winning family. You know, it's a winning mentality. And I've heard really, really positive things as well about Quinton Timber. Who knows? Maybe next season uh, or next summer we'll go out and get him as well. Uh, keep it in the family. You know, and I actually think in a weird way, like having a brother that's in the kind of same world as you, particularly when you're quite young and you're still learning and you're still trying to find your way can be quite helpful because you can share experiences. You know, you're not playing at the same club, okay? And maybe that's good as well because you can share examples and, and experiences from different environments because your your experiences are not the same. They're not completely aligned. 
Um, so yeah, it's it's really um, it's really interesting to see how deep the footballing sort of love um, runs in this family, and and to see that they've been a successful family, not just uh, it's it's not just a one-off. You know, Urian Timber's a footballer, his brother's a footballer, and his other brother's a footballer too. I wonder what the other one does. It's probably a doctor. Um, <laughs> Urian's place of birth is Utrecht. And our new signing isn't the only famous sports person to hail from the Netherlands' fourth most populated city. Dutch legend Marco van Basten, one of the Netherlands' foremost footballers and sprinter Daphne Schippers, an Olympic silver medalist and two-time world champion over 200 metres, were also born in Utrecht, as was Anton Giesink, who won a judo gold medal at the 1964 Olympics. So a city very much uh, with sport at the heart of it. Uh, Urian has both Aruban and Kurukawan roots. His mother, Marilyn, is from Aruba and their father is from Kurukau, with both islands part of the Dutch Caribbean, which is located just off the coast of Venezuela. He often visits the Caribbean in his downtime away from football and in the past has named the region as his favourite holiday destination. Not a bad place, is it? To go and get your sunshine. Uh, seeing Delict, Urian uh, looked up to fellow defender Matthias Delict when he was rising through the ranks at Ajax, who had made his first team debut four years before Urian would get to pull on the famous red and white shirt of the Amsterdam club. Delict, like Urian, is a graduate of Ajax's academy, and while he went on to play for Juventus and Bayern Munich, Urian would get the chance to play alongside his role model at both Euro 2020 and the 2022 World Cup. Rising through the ranks, Urian played youth international football for the Netherlands at under 15, under 16, under 17, under 19 and under 21 level before being called up to the national side by Frank de Boer ahead of Euro 2020. He won his first full cap in a 2-2 draw against Scotland in June 2021, a match in which Kieran Tierney also started. He's since won 15 caps, including four at the World Cup in Qatar, where his team reached the quarterfinals before being eliminated by eventual winners, Argentina. Haven't we met before? Urian uh, was part of the Dutch un uh, European Under-17 Championship winning squad in 2018. When he first encountered a couple of future Gunners teammates, the Netherlands played against England in the semi-final, with Urian going up against both Bukayo Saka and following Balogun, who of course now plays for the US. It proved to be a game to remember for our new defender, who scored the opening goal in the final and also converted from 12 yards after the match went to penalties. In fact, all three of the Netherlands' knockout matches at the tournament went to shootouts, with Uring scoring from the spot in all three to help them win silverware. Potential penalty taker too. Uh, first goal, first title, despite not finding the net within a year of his professional debut. Urian ended up picking the perfect time to score his first senior goal, which came against Emmen on May the 2nd, 2021. Playing at centre-back, he was heavily involved in the build-up before firing a, a shot from the edge of the box to open the scoring in an eventual 4-0 win that confirmed Ajax as Eredivisie champions for the 35th time and saw Urian claim the first major honour of his career. In terms of individual honours, Having made his Ajax debut back in March 2020 and going on to play 30 times the following campaign, 
2021-22 proved to be Urian's breakout season as he came to prominence in homeland and afar. In addition to lifting a second Eredivisie title, he won the league's Player of the Year and Talent of the Year awards, as well as Ajax's Talent of the Year. Those accolades also helped him claim the Curacao Player of the Year award for 2021. I love this stuff. Credit to Arsenal.com for putting this out as well. This is brilliant because it gives you some real great insight. When Urien is handed his Arsenal bow by Mikel Arteta, he will become the eighth Dutch player to feature for our men's first team. But you might not know that our history with the nation stretches back almost a century. Goalkeeper Gary Kayser made 12 league appearances under Herbert Chapman in our first ever title-winning season in 1930-1931. Wow, that's going back away. And like Urian also featured for Ajax before going on to play for his national side, starting a trend that has seen fellow countrymen Glenn Helder, Dennis Burkamp, Mark Overmars, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, Robin Van Persie and Nasser Barazai. Oh my God, that's a name from the past. All feature for us. High praise after breaking into the Netherlands side, two of his defensive colleagues were quick to spot Urian's talent. I was never that good at his age, said Virgil van Dijk. While teammate at the club and country, Daily Blind said, I don't need to explain how good he is. However, perhaps the biggest piece of praise came from football legend Marco van Basten. Ajax is playing great football thanks to Urian Timber and the national team is playing great football thanks to him too, he said of his fellow Utrecht native. From Amsterdam to Arsenal, Urian is not the first defender to join us from Ajax. That would be Thomas Vermeilen, who also made the move in the summer of 2009 and went on to make 150 appearances in our colours, scoring 15 times between 2009-2014. When you think about that, like a goal in every 10 for a centre-back is pretty good, isn't it? Like Thomas Vermeilen had a pretty cracking record um, in the opposition box. Sometimes he wasn't so great there in our box. The road between Amsterdam and North London is a well-trodden one, with Overmars also making the switch ahead of our double-winning campaign in 97-98. A new number. Urian is our new number 12 and becomes the eighth player to have worn the number for us this century, including Thierry Henry, who famously donned it in his second coming back in 2012. The other six players to have been handed it are Lauren. If he's as good a right back as Lauren, we'll be over the moon. Carlos Vela, Olivier Giroud, Stefan Licksteiner. Let's hope he's not quite that level of right back. Uh, William and William Saliba, who has now switched to the number two jersey ahead of the new campaign. So those are uh, the um, the facts that we probably didn't know about Urian Timber, but you can find all of this content and you can go through it with a fine tooth comb yourself on the Arsenal website, should you wish to do so. Right, let's take some of your questions. Um, get involved in the chat box. Pop as many as you can in there. If you've already put a question in, chuck it in there again because the chances are it's been lost in the chat because I've been rambling on for so bloody long. Uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to take a very, very short pause and a sip of my cup of tea, and then we'll get back to it, uh, taking your questions for what remains of the show. Welcome back along to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, part of the 90 Min football family. Um, oh, apparently I've been pronouncing the name of the country wrong. That's really bad. Sorry. Uh, it's Curacao, says uh, Moss in the chat. Is that right? 
Curaso, Curaso. Let me know. I I, met, I apologize uh, if I've got that wrong. Sorry. Um, yeah, Curaso. Okay, it makes a lot of sense because what I was saying didn't really roll off the tongue in the way it probably should have, and I should have looked that up to be fair. Um, guys, before we continue though, got some questions to go through. All of the rest of it, please do. Um, yeah, Marco says yes, sir. Means heart in Portuguese. Curaso. Okay. Thank you so much uh, for correcting me on that. And I apologize if I've caused any offense. I promise I didn't mean it. Jeez. Um, questions, get them in, all the rest of it. Uh, like, subscribe, all the rest of it. We've only got 175 likes on the board. How can we announce a new sign-in, a sign-in of this caliber, and only have 175 likes for it? We should uh, surely get it up to around about 250 at the bare minimum. So like, 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 subscribe, all the rest of it. And uh, let's take some of your questions then. Okay, what have we got? Um, let's take this one from Andy Jackson. Will Timber start ahead of White? Um, look, I like Urian Timber, um, obviously. That's why I'm so pleased with the sign-in. But I also think Ben White was one of our best players last season in terms of producing on a consistent level week in, week out. And he wasn't even playing in a position that he was massively familiar with. And whilst I did spend some of the summer contemplating whether or not Ben White would be moved out of that position, considered as a centre-back once again, opening the door for Urian Timber to come in and take that role. I watched Ben White yesterday, and I know I said on the show earlier today that we shouldn't pay too much attention to what's going on in these friendlies at the moment in terms of systems and you know selections because a lot of it will be down to fitness and, and fitness first and foremost but I watched Ben White yesterday and I just thought he looked excellent again really really comfortable um you know really really strong really sharp really composed when he needed to be really intelligent when he needed to be I'm not saying that Urian Timber isn't those things but I think if you really want to breed a healthy culture Somebody like Urian Timber coming in should have to fight for his place. And if he gets an opportunity, which he will get, because there'll be a lot more rotation at Arsenal this season, you feel, than over the last couple of seasons. If he does um, come in, take his opportunity with both hands and deserves to stay in the side, then that should be how it goes. Everything should be done on merit. And I think when you look at the right back position, you know, Tommy Asu is on his way back to full fitness as well. So there'll be competition from him too. I'm sure he'll be in the mix. But I think Urian Timber is going to have to earn his place at the start and um, and he's going to have to keep proving himself. And that is the brilliant thing about having competition and why you need strength in depth, not just depth in terms of bodies. You, you don't want there to be a hierarchy in players. You want there to be a number of players that are all capable of performing at a really high level so that when somebody's form drops off, you don't hesitate and get stuck on them and, and wait on them to the point where they will make a mistake. And, and sometimes, you know, some players want to play through it. Others need to be taken out of the firing line at times. And you will have the option to do either of those two things if you've got a strong level of competition. So I don't think, for example, first game of the season, Urian Timber comes into the team and plays right back ahead of Ben White. No, um, but that can change. I think that the, the the back line at Arsenal is complete now. I really, really do. 
um, in terms of strength and depth. I've said this to you guys before. You look on the right-hand side, you've got White, you've got Timber, you've got Tommy Asu who can all play there. You go on the left, you've got Zinchenko and Tierney who can play left-back. You move into centre-back and you've got Kivior, Gabriel, Saliba, White who can play there, Tommy Asu who can play there, Timber who can play there. And all of a sudden, you've got a really solid backline that you can rotate among and not be too concerned or fearful of the level really dropping off. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, lots of you asking about my lineup and all the rest of it. Um, so I'll tell you what happened. So I told you guys that I was going to do a show around that. And I was planning to do that yesterday morning. And I actually, if you jumped onto the stream when the link first came out, I did set up the show, What's Arsenal's Best Starting eleven, But then we got the news of why the Timber thing had taken a bit of time and the fact that that was going to be announced today and there was some chat on Declan Rice and what the hold up was with regards to and I figured that the hunger for transfer news uh, would have would have won uh, among the Arsenal fans so I decided to do the show on those subjects and park the one around my lineup but the plan is as soon as we get the Declan Rice announcement because I think that'll be the next thing we get now the plan is the next show whether that be on Saturday or on Sunday will be around the Arsenal starting eleven. Sko says, uh, Harry, are you excited at what Timber brings us tactically? Because now we can invert on both or either side and switch mid-game. Are you at all concerned about his lack of heading ability and aggression? Um, I'm not massively concerned about it because I think we've got plenty of that in the, the back line as it is. And again, it's going to be about finding the right balance in your back line for the right fixtures. Um, I think his technical ability is so good that it doesn't really concern me. Like, I don't see Zinchenko as someone who's particularly physical or, you know, particularly good in the air. But when he's got Gabriel to his right and Saliba inside of him, it, you can kind of get away with it. So I think it's about finding the balance and protecting the players by having the, the right players around them um, if they've got a, a, a very noticeable shortcoming. For example... Uh, Henke Ho says, how many games do you think we'll see Timber and Zinchenko both in the starting lineup? So much control on the ball in those two. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's really difficult to say because I don't really know what Mikel's plan is at this moment in time. I think as the season unfolds, we'll be able to figure out a little bit more about what his intentions are. Um, maybe as preseason goes on and we get to see more and more of the team, we'll, we'll gather an understanding with regards to what he expects of each of them and, and how he's maybe looking to line up on the first day of the Premier League season. But yeah, we're going to have to wait and see on that. But um, yeah, you're right. They do bring a lot of control. Uh, Rob says, um, do you think Ben White should be wearing dark shades when playing? He's the only one in our team that's cool enough, isn't he? Uh, to be able to get away with that and nobody would bat an eyelid. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Um, I'm going to take uh, one more. Uh, what else have we got? in the chat box let's take one more and then um i'm gonna say goodbye and uh hopefully we'll be back later with another announcement maybe or maybe tomorrow i don't know um lots of you asking for the starting 11 we will uh, we will do that i promise you over the weekend let's take this one from sam james he says could you see arsenal switching to a back three more often with tierney operating as a left center back this season um I, I don't think Tierney would be used as a left centre-back unless we were desperate because, you know, Gabriel's there, Kivio's there. I think Saliba could probably quite easily shift over to the other side. 
Um, I think Ben White could shift over to the other side. I think it's easier for the right-footed players to move into the left centre-back position than it is for the left centre-back players to move into the right centre-back position. I know that maybe doesn't make a lot of sense, but I do genuinely feel that. Um, I think we will see Arsenal take up a back three in-game situations. I think we saw a lot of that last season when Zinchenko went into midfield. It was obvious, you know, that was something that we did. It's not a new thing. Um, but if we're going to, but to start games with a back three and to be in a back three shape when we're off the ball, I'm not sure that we're going to see that. I haven't had or, or seen anything that indicates to me that that is the intention at this stage. But obviously, as the summer goes on, maybe we'll get a few more hints along the way and we'll be able to make a more definitive judgment on that. Uh, but great question, mate. Thank you. Right. I'm going to leave it there, guys. Um, I will catch you all very, very soon, hopefully, to chat about Declan Rice, hopefully. Um, but until then, take care of yourselves. Um, have uh, a great uh, rest of your afternoon. Chucking it down with rain here in London. It is bloody miserable. But the mood is good because Arsenal have confirmed uh, their second high-profile signing of the summer. Urian Timber has joined the Gunners from Ajax Amsterdam. All the content, as I say, is on the Arsenal website. Check it out. You'll love it, I'm sure. And I, I will see you all soon. Until next time, guys, leave a like. <laughs> see you soon. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.